On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, we're going to talk about the pros and the cons of switching brokerages. This is something I just did for the first time in my real estate career. It's not always sunshine and lollipops. The grass is not always greener. Here are the things that you need to consider if you've ever thought about switching to a different brokerage. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, Massive Agents? Welcome to the Massive Agent Podcast. My name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am a realtor with EXP Realty in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm the founder of Search Salt Lake and Salt Lake Insider. I'm the founder of the brand new Massive Agent Society that has been launched for just about a month. Let's see. So this, this episode will be coming out on May 3rd. So yeah, we launched on April 1st. That's been going very well. You can check that out at MassiveAgentSociety.com to find out what the heck that's all about. But today, I'm excited for this episode. So I just did something in my for the first time ever in my real estate career. And up until a few months ago, I hadn't even thought of it. It wasn't even something that I considered doing. I didn't think I needed to. I was like, hey, I'm happy. I don't, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That, that's been my mentality forever. So we're going to get into the pros and the cons and what you need to know, what you need to consider if you've ever thought about switching brokerages. So first... If you're brand new to the Massive Agent Podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. On this on this show, it, my goal is to help you to sell more homes through ideas and strategies for generating more leads. Uh, maybe it's it's to help you with a mindset. Maybe you just need some ideas on uh, you know some basics and fundamentals that uh, that maybe you've been weak at, weak with, I guess you could say. Uh, but ultimately, we help you to sell more homes here on the show. Now, switching brokerages won't necessarily directly help you sell more homes. But certain things that can happen by switching can, for sure. And honestly, I'm going to tell you a little bit of my story of why I switched. And I think you're going to realize that, okay, sometimes just selling homes, even though that's the goal, it's not always the only goal. Okay. So I'll tell you what I mean by that. You guys that have been listening for a while, or maybe you're brand new, I appreciate it. This is a free show. Okay. I do this show for free. I only ask one thing from you. Help us to spread the word and leave us a review or, or a rating in iTunes. That's it. By helping us to grow our audience, by sharing this with another real estate colleague, maybe it's someone you work with locally. If you've gotten value from the show, please share it. And speaking of value, I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I've been totally derelict in my duties. My bad. I'm sorry. But over on our our podcast website, over on the Massive Agent Podcast, sorry, MassiveAgentPodcast.com. There's no the massiveagentpodcast.com slash resources. Or if you just go to the homepage, there's a resources link up at the top. Go check that out. Over on the resources page is where we have a bunch of discounts for for certain vendors and things that you're going to need, like a real estate website, a CRM, links to products that I use, uh, like podcasting equipment, uh, cameras, stuff like that over on my Amazon store. So if you're looking for a new website, the website company that, that does my site, searchsaltlake.com, is called Easy Agent Pro. There's a discount code on the resources page. Again, that's the company I've been using for a couple of years. Uh, go check that out if you want a discount for an Easy Agent Pro website. There's also a discount on the Lion Desk CRM. Lion Desk is the CRM that I personally use and have for 
uh, I'd say, what, a year and a half, two years. So there's a discount code there. You just have to use the links provided on the resources page. All right, now normally at, at, normally we do a massive Q&A section, right? This, this whole show, like I know I've been talking about this for the last uh, couple shows, but um, we've kind of wrapped the massive Q&A into the, the bulk of the show. So some of the stuff I'm going to be talking about, some, some pros and cons and things that you need to consider about switching brokerages they come from you guys. So we're not going to have a separate massive Q&A. I just wanted to pack as much uh, as we possibly could into this topic into the show today so that we don't go for an hour and a half. All right. Now, before I get into the pros and the cons and your questions and your feedback and all that good stuff, I'm going to tell you what spurred all of this. Okay. Why we're even talking about this today, because, you know, when I started this podcast, I don't, I don't think I was even, so that was around January, uh, like first week or two of January of 2018. I don't even think that switching brokerages was even on my radar. I wasn't even considering it. I, you know, I had some friends that had switched to other brokerages, um, one in particular, the, the brokerage I'm with now, and they were, they kept telling me, "Hey, you know what? This is better than I thought, and here's why." And I'm just like, "Oh, you know, well, that's cool." Um, and when you're busy, some, <laughs> when you're busy, it's easy to shut off other stuff. It's easy to be close-minded when you're busy because you're just like, "Look, I don't have time to entertain that in my head," and that's what I did. I could be stubborn like that. Now, being like that can serve you or it can hurt you. So in this case, it 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 kind of hurt me because I wish that I would have made this change way back then, but I didn't. Uh, the more and more I dig into my new brokerage and find out what they offer and things they provide, uh, services they provide, things that they can help with. And, it, you know, it just pisses me off that I didn't do it sooner, but that's okay. It's a, it's a learning experience, and that's why I'm doing this show, to help you guys know what to think about and what to consider. Well, let me start at the very beginning, okay? I got my real estate license about seven and a half years ago, and was it seven and a half? Right. Yeah, about seven and a half years ago. I'm terrible with, with dates and all that. At least I know my anniversary, because it, it's easy. It's on my brother's birthday. That makes it easy. Um, <laughs> squirrel. But I was, always, I was always very content when it came to my brokerage, because... Um, it's a company that here in Utah, they're the biggest in Utah as far as their agent count. Um, the last I heard, okay, they, they might not be number one right this second, but the, they're in the top two or three uh, biggest brokerages in Utah by the number of agents. They they have a huge footprint in Utah and they're they're what you'd consider a discount brokerage. It's not your typical, um, you know, Remax or Century 21 or Coldwell or these guys, right? Um they just take a transaction fee. There's no commission split whatsoever. And so ever since I got started, it was, they would take $500 per transaction. That's it. Okay. Up, that's it. 500 bucks per deal. It was very inexpensive. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know what I know now about what other services and technology platforms and, and, uh, things that a brokerage can provide to the agent. Right. I was like, look, I don't, I just need them to leave me alone. I don't want to go into the office. I don't want to have a cubicle. I don't want floor time or any of that. I just want my brokerage to leave me the hell alone so I can do my thing. So I can work on my marketing plan and do business the way I want to do it. That's why I got into real estate to begin with is some freedom, time freedom and flexibility and to run the show. So they let me do all that. Okay. I never went into the office. I think I went in once or twice a year uh, and that was for a CE class. It's just, I'd never had to go. So I didn't. But they were always great. And I love, love my broker. My broker got me into real estate or helped me get into, um, into. he really helped me jumpstart my real estate career with investing. And 
he's like, hey, if you if you want to really take your real estate investing to another level, or at least make it easier on you, you have to get your real estate license. You have to become a realtor. So I'm like, hey, well, you know, how should I do that? And he's like, well, I happen to be a broker. So, you know, I joined him. Glad I did. Um, and so even though I knew that there were some other opportunities out there, I didn't want to leave my broker because I, you know, I'm a loyal guy. And I was like, I just, I don't want to leave him. You know, I felt very, it's just, it was a tough pill to swallow. And even still, I'll just kind of jump to the end of the story. Like that's still the toughest part of switching brokerages for me was making that phone call to my broker and saying, Hey, you know what? Uh, thank you for everything over the last seven and a half years, but um, I'm making a move. I'm making a switch. That was very difficult for me. Now he made it easier. He's a great dude. Understanding. He gets it. You know, I'm not the first agent that's left and I won't be the last, you know, that's just, that happens when you're a broker, but it was painful for me because uh, I owe so much to him. He's a mentor of mine. Well, let me go back guys. Ever since I got into real estate, it was because of rich dad, poor dad. I read that book when I was at one of the lowest parts of my life, uh, working dead end jobs, construction, customer service, detailing cars, you know, just like, I didn't, I didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. And I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it opened my eyes to entrepreneurship, being in business for yourself, and real estate specifically. And I always knew I wanted something to where I could remove myself from the business, something that I could build as a business, not a job, but I could build it. And even if I wanted to go on vacation, or if I was sick, or God forbid, I had some health issue, or my family did, and I had to take care of them, that my business would continue to run without me physically doing the work to get the income, right? I always wanted passive and or residual income, always a goal. And when I got started, you know, being a realtor, you really, even though you're an entrepreneur, you're still running your own job. Unless you have a team, unless you're able to leverage other people as a team to do stuff on your behalf, buyers, agents, and listing specialists, and uh, transaction coordinators, and assistants, and everything, you're really, it's great. It's better than having a job, but you still run your own job because if you get sick, if you get in a car wreck and you can't work, if you want to go on vacation for a month, if you, if you stop doing the the day-to-day activities, you don't get paid. There's no income. If you're not showing houses, if you're not taking listing appointments, if you're not calling leads and following up with leads, you don't get paid. And it's so easy to fall into that trap of doing that every single day. It's like, it's the rat race. That's literally the rat race. Even though you control, you control the hamster wheel, you own the hamster wheel that you're running on. So it's better than, you know, somebody else owning it, but nonetheless, and I'm a dad now. All right. I'll just cut right to it. I'm a dad. I have a boy who's almost four and I just had a baby girl in November. Um, She's, she's what, almost six months. And I have a I have a new perspective. Even though I've always wanted passive and residual income, um, it wasn't until I became a father of a daughter that it really I was like, like my family will not eat if it's not for me. My wife stays at home. God bless her. She works. I mean, guys, if you have a wife that stays home, uh, they work like three full time jobs. That is, I cannot tell you how much I respect stay at home moms doesn't matter how many kids you have. That is no joke. Okay. We think we work hard. <sighs> um, my family's a hundred percent reliant on me for income. And so once I realized something about my daughter's birth, just reminded me yet again, that 
Dustin, get your shit together. Start building something that you can remove yourself from that pays you. Build an actual business. And I haven't been doing that. Okay, I've had some investments here or there that sure, you know, that that's nice, but not businesses that that kick off income whether I'm there or not. So I really started thinking about that about that in January. I guess it was really after my daughter was born in November, but January, you know, around the first of the year, you start thinking about your goals for the year. And I'm like, 2018 is the year that I really actually start to take action on something that I say is important, but I've never actually started moving towards in any, in any serious way. And, and it, and it was at that point that my friends who switched over to my current brokerage, EXP Realty, they started explaining how it worked. And I was like, okay, maybe I need to open my eyes and open my mind just a little bit because what if my brokerage, even though I think they're great, what if I'm missing out on so much more because I think I'm, I'm good? If you, you think you're good, what if you're missing out on great? Okay, and I want you to think about that. If you're good in your spot right now, awesome. That's not a bad thing. Good is better than bad. But what if by, by settling for good, you're missing out on great? When I had that perspective, all of a sudden, I think I was out walking the dog where that's honestly what's where I get all my, all my ideas and all my thinking done. But when I started, when I started thinking about, about it that way, I was like, you know what? Um, let's see what, what, let's see what other brokerages can do for me. The main thing that I needed was that there had to be some way for uh, passive and residual income over time. And, and I, most people think of Keller Williams, uh, you know, they're a great company. They're the biggest brokerage out there. You know, they're an absolute beast and I have nothing but respect for Keller. But I found out through my research that th- if, if residual income is what you want and you don't want to, you know, and you want less fees, a, a smaller commission split, if you want fewer fees to pay, there's a better option. And so one of my close friends um, sw- actually switched from Keller Williams to eXp Realty and after about a year of, of her saying, hey, here's why you need to switch. Here's why you need to come with. Here's why it's so awesome. Uh, here's why you really need to do this now. I finally was like, okay, tell me about it. Tell me about eXp Realty and what I need to do. So it then took a few more months um, because it, here's the thing. And guys, I promise you after I tell my story, I'm going to get into the specific, the pros, the cons, uh, things you need to consider, uh, You know what happens to any active listings that you have if you end up switching, all that stuff um, that's coming. I just wanted to give you the background of why I'm doing this because the grass is not always greener. And I want you to understand why I, I felt the grass was greener by moving to eXp Realty. But when I started looking into it, I started looking at the numbers. Um, and to be honest, it it's costing me more per transaction, at least up until a cap. It's costing me more than I would be paying at my previous brokerage. But I'm I'm giving up a little bit more up front because now I have a commission split. It's It's a very reasonable one. It's better than a lot of the big names, a lot of the bigger brokerages out there. But nonetheless, coming from $500 per transaction, um, it's more than that. I looked at everything, like what technology offerings do they have? What support, what software do I have access to? Um, you know, what kind of discounts from like Verizon wireless and stuff like that? What do I have? You know, what can they do for me? And when I really started looking at the numbers, I was like, I was like, okay, this, if I wanted to focus on, on building a team nationally, which I've always wanted to do, it's always been a cool thought to not just have a local team, but a team of agents nationally or you know all around the world wherever your brokerage is open i can now do that 
And I looked at the numbers and I'm like, you know what? This company is growing too damn fast and I feel like I've missed out enough. Now's the time. So I, I bit the bullet, uh, or at least at the time I thought I was biting the bullet. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, it's going to cost me more money up front uh, because of the commission split and blah, blah, blah. But when I switched and really started digging into the materials and how they do things and, and their handbook and, and the way their profit sharing system works, it blew me away. And I was, it's because I have an open mind. Uh, the closed off mind says no. The confused mind says no. The closed off mind says no. It wasn't until I actually opened my mind to something else out there being better for me that I started actually hearing this stuff. Even though everyone was telling me, here's the benefits, you know, here's why you need to do it. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Once I was open, I was like, oh my God. And I realized that over the next few years, the profit sharing system alone is, it's crazy. Not to mention having access to conversion or uh, commissions inc free included um and and here's what put me over the edge okay um and i promise i'm almost done with telling you the story what put me over the edge was when i found out that that any agent with exp realty has gets a free membership um, to regis business lounges they're you know the regis business offices that are in all the best office buildings around the country and, and around the world you have access to those now, now you don't get your own office in them uh, you you get access to the business lounge, which has Wi-Fi, and you can go in there and work and meet clients. But I work from home anyways, and and most people do. It's like we did a poll in the Snapback group, and it was slightly more than two to one agents that work from home versus at a real estate office. So I work from home, but every once in a while I need to escape. And what better place to escape than a, a quiet Regis business office where I can go and network with other business people who might even be relocating to Salt Lake that I could potentially sell a house to. When I found that out, that was the straw that broke the camel's back and I switched. I was like, now's the time. I have to freaking do this. But here's what you need to consider if you're going to, okay? That's my story. You see the, you see the different variables I was looking at. You know, Are you actually going to be able to make more money? That's the point of the whole thing is making more money. Are you going to make more money? Is it going to cost you less per transaction? Is it going to cost you more? Can you get ownership in the company? I, I am an owner in my new brokerage. Okay, there are six different ways that an agent can get stock gifted to them to make them owners in the company. The other brokerages don't do that. All the big boys, all the, the legacy brands, they don't do that. They don't give you stock. I get stock and there's six different ways to get it. And then there's all the things like, okay, you have to change your membership at the board. You have to change it with the MLS. You have to change it with the state division of real estate. Uh, you have to change all your marketing materials your website, your email signatures. Guys, the biggest pain in the ass for me so far has been changing my email signatures. It really has. My website was easy. I, I just emailed Easy Agent Pro. I was like, hey, put this logo on there instead and then change any mention of this brokerage to eXp Realty. Boom, they did it. That's easy. Um, but then, and then changing MLS, uh, switching, you know, leaving my brokerage, going to the new one and that paperwork. That was all easy. They made it very simple, very quick, just some papers here and there. You can e-sign them. You know, it is 2018. Um, that was easy and pretty quick. It only took a day or two to, to switch everything, but switching my email signatures has given me a run for my money. You need to switch your signs, your business cards. Uh, luckily, my brokerage, they, they give you a thousand free business cards, which is cool. And then uh, your yard signs. So, you know, maybe to replace your yard signs, you spend a few hundred bucks. You know, it depends on how many signs you have, how many listings you have, how much business you do. But, um, you know, it's not a very expensive thing to do. It just takes a little bit of time. 
But knowing these things ahead of time makes it so much easier. And so luckily I was able to lean on the people who, uh, who got me over to eXp and, you know, they let me know what to expect. And my local broker here uh, has been great too. He sent me an email. He's like, you need to do this, 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 and this. Boom. Easy. It w- It was so much less complicated than I thought to, to switch brokerages. It really was just switching some of the marketing materials. And I, I still have some social profiles that I need to change. Um, you know, like the logos on your, on your cover photo or on your profile pic or whatever, wherever you have them and mentions in the about section, you got to change that stuff too. I still have a couple to do, but for me, those were the biggest cons that there really was, but here's, here's the cons. I'll lay out the cons and then some of the pros and depending on your situation, you know, these might not even be cons. They might not even be pros. But like I said before, will you be making more or less per transaction? Do you have a bigger split or are you going to have a better, more advantageous split? Do you, how about the fees? Okay. A lot of brokerages, including mine has a small fee. Now it's only 50 bucks a month. Um, and that includes the, all the technology, all the training, um, the open house, uh, sign in software stuff, which is super cool. So I don't have to go buy open home pro. Uh, I mean, so much stuff that that would be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds per month is free or not free. It's included in that small fee. Um, but that's it. There's no like desk fees. There's no royalties. And honestly, those weren't even things that I knew existed until I started looking into other brokerages. I was like, why the hell would you charge a royalty? Like what, what the, what is that shit? It, it, it was bizarre to me. Anyways, if you have a bunch of listings, you have to get, you have to have your, your current broker release them. Okay. You have to say, Hey, I'm switching brokerages. I need you uh, brokerage X to release my listings to take with me to my new brokerage. They don't have to. If you have a ton of listings, you might, uh, you know, talk to your broker, but it's up to them. Okay. So that could potentially be a sticky point, uh, getting listings transferred. Now, ideally, if maybe you're having a little bit of a dry spell with listings, uh, and you want to switch, uh, switch, go ahead, go ahead, because that makes it so much easier. Like I said before, one of the biggest cons for me was breaking up with my broker, especially if you love them, right? If you don't love them, it's easy. It's like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here, dick. I'm leaving. But I, I love my broker. He's a, he's a mentor. He still is. He's a good friend. And that was that was tough. But it had to be done because I'm doing what's best for me and my family. And he understands that. Uh, you, you'll lose any technology or memberships that you might have had access to. Like I used to have Dotloop Premium. I don't anymore because I'm not with that brokerage. I have... Now I have something called Skyslope, which honestly, I think is even better. Yeah. If you have a website provided by the brokerage, like if you use the company's website that they give you, you're going to lose that. So guys, you need to get your own domain name and you need to build your own website because then like I only had to have them change the logos. I didn't have to do anything else. I, I own my website. I own my domain name. I didn't have to lose every everything I've ever done, every link that I have out there on the internet. I didn't lose that. So if you, even if you're not thinking of switching brokerages, go get your own domain name at least and start, you know, using that because then you can take your domain name and forward it to your new website. If you have to leave your brokerages website. And, and I know some of the big legacy brokerages, they have those websites that, you know, you're going to lose if you end up switching. Now I've seen their websites and usually that's a good thing. Uh, You should lose them because they suck. They really do. And that's not a bad thing. That is, that is freaking fantastic. 
Oh, and and with the websites, because uh, my website has an IDX feed, uh, I just had to have the IDX reapproved by my new broker at eXp Realty uh, because it was approved by my previous one. When I switched my MLS membership to the new brokerage uh, that triggered the IDX thing, it was easy. They sent something right to the broker. He e-signed it. Boom. There was no disturbance in in the website it was seamless but that was one added little teeny tiny step to consider reauthorization of your idx feed now here's things that i have on my list for pros all right and i've mentioned a lot of them already but some things that you might get by switching is better is a better broker i it's it's so sad to me when i hear people talk about or people will message me and they're like hey my broker said this my broker did that you know or my broker didn't do this and I just roll my eyes. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? There's some absolutely terrible brokers out there that are trying to stifle people's marketing efforts. Like if you want to get your own website, I had one of the listeners the other day and she's a massive agent society member. She messaged me and she's like, she's like, look, I'm trying to get my own website, but my broker's saying I can't do that. And, and here's why, you know, and I'm like, do they have any idea? They did not understand IDX. They did not understand the internet. You know, they may as well have been interviewing Mark Frickin Zuckerberg in front of the Senate, right? It, it was absurd. And they're, the broker wanted their agents to door knock and cold call. That's it. And I'm like, you, you're obviously not in that frame of mind. Like, that's not how you do things. And, and you get it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to the show. You wouldn't be running Facebook ads. And she's like, I know, I know. So I, she's left. She just left the broker and good. So there's some shitty brokers out there, but there's some amazing ones too. So switching brokerages could be your chance to get a better broker and having great broker support is worth its weight in gold, especially if you ever get into one of those tough situations where you need them to have your back. Um, There's a a discrepancy or a dispute or a seller tries to cancel a a contract, you know, three days before closing, Uh, you know, you need to have great broker support. Um, and you need to have someone accessible to answer questions, especially when you're newer. It's very, very important. So it could be your chance to get a better broker and better, better support. There could be a better office environment by switching. Uh, if you work in the office, you know, if, if you're not too stoked, if everyone that you're around in the office is just kind of like, you know, they're still marketing and still acting like it's, you know, 15 years ago, you don't have to be, you don't have to be stuck there. There's convenience, by having a bigger presence, um, I'm specifically talking about EXP because they are international. Okay, They are in Canada and they're in 47 of the 50 states in the U.S. right now. My old brokerage was in like 20-something states, Okay, and they were not international. And outside of Utah, they had no nobody's ever heard of them, really. That's not the case with EXP Realty. So uh, just having that reach uh, and name recognition can help you. I didn't realize this. When I, you know, the first seven and a half years of my career, I, I was like, I, you know, I guess if you're a luxury agent and you need a certain brokerage to have a certain, um, you know, presence, a certain name recognition, uh, that comes with a certain, like, Hey, look, I'm with so-and-so, uh, I understand the importance, but I never got it for everybody else, but just, it's not like somebody's going to hire me because I'm with this other brokerage versus my old one. Right. But, uh, subconsciously people may have heard about your brokerage. Therefore it has more, uh, it, it's more comfortable. It's more familiar and it's, then your brokerage is not a barrier. Then, then it becomes about everything else that you can offer them. 
Okay. So, and when you're with one of the big brokerages, that's why they're advertised because then their agents, when they're out in the marketplace, they're, they go to a listing presentation and the seller has heard of your brokerage. That helps. That is not a bad thing. It helps. How much it helps. I have no idea. I don't think it's that much, but it is a factor. Another pro of switching brokerages is that you can make more money. This is where you have to look into it. You have to, you have to find out what is being offered and it's not just about the commission. Okay. This is what I was alluding to earlier. It's not just about how much will I make selling homes myself, but how much can I make in profit share by how many other people I, I bring with me? Uh, you know, can I build a team and, you know, get a little piece of every transaction they close and then the company stock that is gifted to me. And there's, you know, every time I close a transaction, I can buy company stock now at a 20% discount. How awesome is that? That's like an instant 20% gain. Uh, yes, please. No brainer all day long. So those other things there that can help you over time to make more money and to increase your net worth and residual passive income, you have to factor that in. It's not just about, you know, what is my cap now? What will my cap be later? Uh, what are my, you know, you have to look at the big picture. And for forever, I was not doing that until just a few months ago. Then there's growth potential. And this comes into uh, with profit sharing. If you get with a hot brokerage, one that's growing like crazy, and more and more agents hear about it, it's good to be a, a part of that brokerage before everybody else, right? Would you rather own Apple stock now or would you rather have owned it 20 years ago or Amazon stock or you get the point, right? And with eXp Realty, they just passed 10,000 agents. Here's what's crazy about that. That doesn't sound like a lot because with Keller and Remax and all these guys, they have you know over 100,000 agents and uh, I think Keller's closer to 200,000. I don't know. But the craziest thing about that number is they doubled the amount of agents in seven months. When I heard that, I was like, okay, um, I'd rather be in now than two years from now. So that factored into my decision to switch as well. I wanted the growth to work for me, not against me. I didn't want to lose out from the growth. I wanted to benefit from it and uh, participate in it, if you will. Also, by switching brokerages, you might even get more referrals. There are referral networks within brokerages. And if you have a brokerage that is nationwide, worldwide, you have the opportunity to get more referrals from other agents in that brokerage. You could potentially be getting more referrals by switching to a bigger uh, national or international brokerage. Something to consider. Okay, some here's some questions that I had from you guys. This one came from, I believe, Kyle Sutton in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So Kyle asks, what sort of things did you do prior to switching to make it go as smoothly as possible? And is there anything that I forgot to do? Uh, I forgot, to, I forgot about the email signatures and the business cards. I knew I was, I was going to have to get new signs. Um, but I forgot about that, but then I just did my research. Okay. I, I, I watched this video that explained the whole thing. I looked at the profit sharing. I crunched the numbers and more, more importantly, I talked to agents who are actually with the brokerage and had been there for over a year to get the the honest truth from them. I knew that these are, these are people that I trust and I, I knew that they would be truthful with me. So uh, that's the most important thing, guys. If you're going to switch to a new brokerage, talk to somebody who's there. Talk to somebody who, who has just gone through a switch, um, find out why they did, you know, all the stuff I'm telling you, get it from whoever, okay? Where, whatever brokerage you're switching to, Talk to someone, get their experience and don't just talk to one person, talk to a few because you might find one person that loves it while everybody else hates it. You want to know what's going on over there because if you switch, that sucks. Of course, you're not stuck there. You could switch later, but it's just a pain in the ass and it's going to cost you a little bit of money. And, uh, and then Kyle, I, I looked at, you know, 
logistically, what things do I need to do to make it happen? That's where I learned I have to switch the MLS, uh, my local real estate board, the division of real estate with the state of Utah, um, and then let the brokers know, right? Uh, and that was much, much, much easier than I ever thought. So in addition to just talking to other agents at the brokerage, talk to the broker. You know, you you need to talk to the broker that you're about to have because they're about to be your broker. It's probably a good idea to find out if you can get along with them. Do you like their personality? Will your personalities jive? Are they knowledgeable? Are they accessible? Find out those things. Because if you if you don't do that, if you don't reach out to the broker and have an actual conversation, and then you find out, oh my gosh, this, this person doesn't respond uh, via text for like five days every time I need something, that's a problem. Let's avoid that up front. So we're always telling our clients, do your due diligence, do your due diligence on switching brokerages on the broker and the brokerage itself. Now, if you're a new agent, you know, there's, there's more to consider if you're a brand new agent. So if you're new, uh, maybe you've only had your license for a few months, or maybe you're just about to get it. You need to make sure that there's a mentor uh, or a, a support system in place to really hold your hand. Now, there's a lot of brokerages that do different things and there's, you know, you can always get with a team. Usually the teams have like a 60, 40 or a 50, 50 split. Uh, that's what I did my first two years. I was on a 50, 50 split team uh, because I needed some support. I do not regret that, but um, that was a lot of commission to give up. I found that I don't necessarily have to do that now with EXP realty. Uh, if you're new, they assign a mentor to you. Okay. So that's something that uh, if you want some more information about reach out, I'd be happy to, to get you in touch with who you need to talk to in your area. But if you're new, uh, they do assign a mentor to you to make sure that you're not just thrown into the deep end because that doesn't help anybody. So like I told you earlier, I am interested in building a national team, a, a worldwide team really. Okay. And I can get an agent in Phoenix, an agent in Vegas, an agent in Minneapolis, in Miami, all these people on my EXP Realty real estate team, what I what I envision for this team, and I invite every single one of you to, to come with me if you'd like to work and, and be in business together, is I can offer my support, my training, my coaching to you as a member of my team. And it works so great because it's so synergistic because you know now I have a direct stake and interest in whether or not you succeed, whether or not you actually sell homes. That's what's so cool about this whole this whole concept of of the team is by you joining my team, I now want to see you succeed because doing that helps me succeed. Okay, that usually doesn't work. Usually it's competitors butting heads and saying, I you know, I gotta keep my ideas over here and I don't want so and so to hear my ideas because we're competitors, right? This is the opposite. So I'm looking for people who are like minded, who who want to market the hell out of themselves and out of their business in their areas. And we can support each other. I can offer my coaching and my training. So if that interests you, uh, send me a message, reach out through the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page or the website. Um, and I'll tell you a bit more about what I have in mind for a team. But that was not possible at my old brokerage. If I wanted to build a team, it had to be local. With eXp Realty, it could be, you could have team members anywhere. It's amazing. Now, if you want to learn more about eXp without talking to me, and I get it, I get it. You know, you just, you're like, Hey, just give me the information. I'll look at it at my own speed at my own pace. I get it. I'm like that 98% of the time. Okay. On my website, on the massive agent podcast website, there's a video. It's, it's actually the video that really, um, enlightened me and filled in all the, the missing pieces for me that, that 
made me actually commit to switching. So go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP, massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP, hit play on the video. Okay. It's, it's doesn't have you opt in or ask for your email or anything like that ahead of time. Just go hit play and you can learn more about the opportunity on your own time and see why I'm so damn excited about it. Now, if you have any other questions about my experience switching, okay, maybe you just switched somewhere or maybe you're about to, and you want to, you want to ask me a question about an experience I had or a problem or whatever, I'd be happy to help. So guys, ultimately I want you to understand, we, we covered a lot today and I want you to understand that, um, switching brokerages should not be taken lightly. Okay. Uh, but you, it doesn't mean that because you're happy right now that you wouldn't be even happier and have an even better situation and make more money somewhere else. You just have to be open to looking. Looking doesn't cost you anything but your time. Okay. Looking doesn't hurt you. Uh, it just means that you're getting more information. And what you might find out is that by looking at something else or looking at eXp Realty or anything else, you may realize, you know what? I actually really like where I'm at now. And you may even be solidified in your current brokerage and realize you have it pretty damn good. But isn't it nice to know so that you don't have a lingering question in your head of, is there something better? And I always had that. I just didn't want to listen to it. I always had that. Is there something better for me? So make sure that if you have that thought that is there something better that you look into it, go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash EXP to watch that video or reach out to me directly. I'd be happy to answer any questions you have, and I'd love to work with you, and I'd invite you to come work with me. To sum it all up, the grass is not always greener. Sometimes the grass is dead on the other side, but do your due diligence. Open your mind to find out, hey, is it a better situation elsewhere? Can I make more money? What does that look like? Are there other benefits to a brokerage that I don't have right now that I really want? Are you one of those people that you want to make sure you can provide for your family if, God forbid, something happens to you or to them or for whatever reason you cannot work and you can't go show homes, you know, you want to be able to have some income coming in regardless. Hopefully, you know, I'm sure some of you guys can relate to my story of that, especially parents, but uh, switching brokerages to EXP is one of the biggest, uh, biggest ways I've found that I can start moving in that direction in a major, major way. I hope this helped. Uh, guys, if you've switched brokerages before, you might have known all this, but hopefully you've learned something a little bit new or at least learned my perspective of why I decided to switch after seven and a half years for the first time. You know, And I want you to understand, this is just my perspective. I, I'm not telling you to do anything. Okay? You need to do what is best for you and your family, period. That's it. Okay, I'm here to help you figure out if you have questions so you can figure out what's best, but that that's just my perspective. And I hope it helped some of you guys to fill in some missing pieces on whether or not you should move or you should stay put. Okay. So next week we're going to get back to uh, the massive Q and a. So if you have a question that you want me to answer on the show, please go to our Facebook page. Uh, that's massive agent podcast on Facebook, click message the page. The chat bot will ask you if you have a question, submit it through there. I'll pick the best one and I'll answer it on the show and give you a shout out next week. And one last time, if you don't know, the massive agent society is only allowing one agent per market to join. So if, if you want to know if your market is still available, 
And if you can actually be a part of the society, head on over to MassiveAgentSociety.com. There's a Google map on there that shows you which markets are sold out and which ones are available. So hop on there and see if you can join MassiveAgentSociety.com. All right, guys, I will wrap it up. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week and weekend. Go sell some homes. I hope I hope your market's really starting to heat up. It sure as hell is here in Salt Lake with the weather and the market. It's it's just getting absolutely amazing. Go out, sell some homes, have some success, and I wish you the best of luck. Take care. 